This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast often contains controversial or mature topics. You have been warned. You know what, Paprika? What's that, Abysme? I've been remembering fondly our trip to Area 51. What was that place again? Was that the place on on Earth, was it? Yeah. Yeah, that was on Earth. Uh, our very quick jaunt to Earth. It, it was a lovely yeah, time. Yeah, we I had a like, good time. What, a few solar moons there? A couple. A couple. Um, <laughs> solar moons, for anyone who doesn't know, are uh, when you have a, a smaller star opening a larger one. And that makes it the solar moon. When you have a star and the planet uh, circles the star, but there's another smaller star circling the, the planet. Some people would call that a binary star system, but no, that's no, no. that's all bunk, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Area 51. Uh, I, I learned about solar moons there, actually. That's the type of science they teach. I don't know. It, it, was, it was lovely to see the stars at night from the Nevada desert. Uh, what was your favorite part of Area 51? The part where I got out alive. Oh, you mean the escape room? Yeah, that yeah. was that was very fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, it's almost, I, I know we we paid admission to go into the escape room, but somehow it just seems so real. Like it was it was magical. I agree. I agree. The uh, I'm a, I was especially fond of the surgery. And the oh, did they do surgery? They did. They did. They were. Um, they made it seem really real, huh? They were going in for what they call an autopsy, which <laughs> chokes on them. I wasn't dead, so uh, <laughs> awkward. Well, Earth does not play around. They they really do not. They do not. They see something they don't understand, and go, they just they just freak out. Indeed, they do. But we forgive them. Earthlings. I know a, a you know some pretty cool Earthlings. Uh, got some friends back back on Earth. Uh, trying to send postcards, but kind of difficult from where we are. So uh, you're going to get them in batches, everybody. I apologize. But uh, the good news is, is that we have some stories to read while we wait for the Galactic Postal Service to get their act together. Yeah, these ones, I believe, are also from Earth, coincidentally. They are. Large coincidence. We're doing the, the Earth podcast today. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very no. Let's not do. <laughs> let's not do that. Oh, we stole that from Red Letter Media. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Your Earth's Red Letter Media, which we are very fond of. Uh, so we have two stories today. Both are submissions from authors on the short sci-fi subreddit, and I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna have kind of a revolving uh, content. We're gonna do classic sci-fi. We're going to continue on with the Rebirth Saga, and then we're going to do story submissions from the uh, the Reddits, the various Reddits and Creepypasta wikis. That's, that way we can tear down everyone. Everyone at the same time, and not really at the same time. Don't know why I said that. Moving on. We uh, have... In, in uh, rotating orders. Well, like time is a circle, so... Time is not a circle. Who told you that? <laughs> was mo- that the Goblagians? No, uh, it was the Goblagians hit movie Arrival. You all think that was an Earth movie, but um, no, no. That was actually it's it's re re release. It's been famous for a that, that was years. the Earth version of the Goblagian release. They which, had to go back in and edit famous actors from your your yeah. terrain. I, I found it very planet. very offensive that they would just uh, steal the Goblagians' hard hard work <laughs> and you know not tell anybody. 
I, that's that's disrespectful. So uh, yeah, none of you will ever know the real true mind behind that movie. Oh, that the real version, the original version, is mind blowing. Like you don't even know. You can't possibly know. It's a full experience. It lasts a week. A week. A lot more sex in it too, and violence. They cut that out. I'm not sure why, because that sells pretty well on Earth. It turns out the aliens did want war, but we convinced them otherwise. By we, I mean, of course, the blood cult block cult cultians. Yeah. Yes, those. <laughs> very well known and respected species. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this first one is by Tim Botts, who has submitted to us before. Very happy to be reading their work again. Thank you very much. This is called Take Him Away. Take Him Away. And it begins uh, with a uh, italicized quote, which is Tim Botts. He, he, um, they do that. And I like that. It establishes kind of an artist's, an author's style. Wait, do what? So if you look at the first line, it's um, it's an italicized, itali- italicized text. And it's a quote from something. And I've seen this before on Tim Bot's work. And I think it's really cool that okay. they do this. It's just a nice flair thing. Mm-hmm. And I believe it does have something to do with the story. So it reads, My heart is broken because my spirit's not free. Lord, take away these chains from me which I'm pretty sure is a spiritual or hymn from a couple hundred Earth years ago, I believe so. And something called the War of Northern Aggression. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've heard it called. (laughs) (laughs) If it has another name, please let me know in the comments. (laughs) If that's the correct name, please like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, we've only made friends with uh, humans wearing plaid shirts who, who, who chew on wheat. That 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 describes way too many people in 2017. <laughs> shall shall we begin? We shall begin. Take him away. I left quickly. Papa stood there crying like he'd never see me again, but let me walk away. I walked for three days with no sign of ship nor port. In the shipping office, I was greeted by an overturned chair. Cracked spectacles. The air tasted like dust. The local saloon was also grim. No one knew anything, and a few eyes from the darker corner of the bar started giving me a thorough visual inspection. Well, parts of me. The blonde and the busty. So I walked on. The good, the bad, and the ugly, and the blonde, and the busty. I found her. That's the that's the word. Sequel. That's the sequel. The good, the blonde, and the busty. That's the porn remake. The, that's the porn remake. I found her, Rael, at the edge of town. A sepia-toned snapshot of days gone by. Last house before the pass. She was on a porch. A tall, sweaty drink in her hand. Under a sun. Wait, between... is she sweaty or is the drink sweaty? Uh, I think she's... No, the drink is. Like, it's perspirating a lot. Uh, oh, Okay. Uh, condensating, I should say. Yeah, okay. Under a sun-beaten metal roof. She rocked back and forth in a wooden chair, all faded paint and splinters. The porch creaked in time to her gentle rocking. Wish I'd had time to sketch it. Well, come on up here and get a drink. It's hotter and dustier in hell out here. Somehow I wasn't sure she was talking to me, so I looked around. 
Yeah, you, brown eyes. A dusty cackle before adding, Who the hell else is out here? Thank you very much. I actually am not thirsty. You see, my name's Serana, and- Yeah, I know who you are. I'm Rael. She smiled at me. Well, I know what you are, and that's probably more important than who. At this juncture. Plus, the bartender's a friend, and he gave me a call, said you were heading my way. Said you was heading my way. I'm, I'm getting a Westworld vibe here. Because it's clear we're having, like, Western influences. You mean just, like, a, a Western vibe out of this? Because well, that's just, like, a generic, you know, ghost town. Well, that's certainly how it's starting out, but this is a sci-fi story, so I'm trying to extrapolate. But so far, I like it. We have a setting that's familiar, but not fully explained. And we've got some good characters. So let's keep on. Well, it's... F okay. Well, I was a little curious. Then what am I? Honey... You the same type of girl I see trundling by every few years, ran from the cult, looking to get off world. Mmm, cult, okay. I wasn't the first to escape. I always run from cults, too. <laughs> I wasn't the first to escape. I stood there dazed. Rael stood slowly, and either the porch or her joints, or both, creaked in soft protest. I'm going to fix another drink. Up to you whether you drink it, in the sun or in or here in the shade. And yeah... I can tell you a few things about beaming your sparkly ass off world. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, sparkly ass. Maybe robot? Maybe cyborg? No, she's just a person. And why, why is her ass sparkly? <laughs> I assume sparkly because it's reflective metal. I could be wrong. Maybe that's part of what the cult does. They, they make you wear metallic diapers. <laughs> they glitter your ass. They're a very... Uh, Flamboyant cult. We don't even know yet. We don't know. We don't this know anything. This is what they call speculation. She walked inside and I stepped onto the porch. Rail told me there used to be a dozen spaceports on this planet. The nearest one was just two towns over, a day's walk. I asked what happened. Well, damn wars putting uh, er hurting on, on everybody. <laughs> Want to well, redo that? <laughs> well, the damn wars putting a hurting on everybody. There you go. War? What war? Rael sm smiled at me with pity. Technology ain't the only thing you've been missing in the haven, eh? War's been going on. Twelve years. People fighting the oppression or something. I don't do politics. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I don't People do politics. People fighting and dying. I don't know. I don't do politics. <laughs> Things blowing up. Well, I haven't heard of fighting here. Does it affect us? She shook her head. Nope. No fighting here. At least not yet. We're officially neutral. Welcome to Western Switzerland. Welcome to Western, Eastern, North, South land. <laughs> we're, we're officially neutral. But you see, this is, or was, an industrial rock. All the ores get sold and used to make the stuff that goes boom. Okay. All the ores get sold and used to make the stuff that goes boom. So they're on a rock. Well, that could mean anything. They're like, on a. I think rock is interchangeable with planet here. They're on a planet. But that are had, they on a planet? Maybe they're on an asteroid. No, I think they're on a planet that got. Um, uh, as you well, said, they said used, off world. They didn't say off offroid or anything. Offroid. <laughs> Offroids. Get them off. <laughs> Get them off. Very simple marketing <laughs> technique. <laughs> okay, Blunt sorry. and to the point. Yeah, so I think basically they're on a 
uh, a planet that doesn't have a lot going on anymore because it was used just to make war materials and now that's all dried up. Now they killed the environment. They killed the rainforest. Well, then shouldn't the war benefit us, drive the price of ore upward? I had read about economics and what Rael described ran contrary to what I knew. Yep. You're right, kid, and the prices have increased. Problem is, the whole process, extraction, refinement, sale, it's all controlled by a few guys. Government paid off the middlemen, put their uh, put their own cronies in, no slice for the locals. Security risks, they call them. Wow, that's... Mighty shrewd, I know. And the mines now. Each one's got a company of troopers, battalions of mechs near the capital in case... The population gets a, a mind to resist all this oversight. She sighed heavily and looked out at the sun-baked hills, remembering something. In the silence, I remembered what I was looking for. So, about getting off-world, I said delicately. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Rhea laughed and slapped my knee. And slapped my knee. Sorry, getting all distracted by economics and politics. Like a silly old bat. <laughs> she I noticed, like, the second they went into politics, she dropped the the um, the 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 twang, and now that she's off of politics, she has a back. <laughs> I allowed a smile. I was starting to like Rael. Now, if you want to get off-world, there are two ways. One, with the Imperial cargo shipments. Option two, with a smuggler. Troop ships are out. Security's way too tight. Well, how do I get out with the Imperial shipments? Ha! You wouldn't happen to be a registered commercial agent of the Republic, would you? My furrowed brow answered for me. Well then, let's call a friend, shall we? You sure you want to do this? And then chapter change, kind of. Sort of, I guess, one of those spaces, I guess that means scene change. G made me swear not to record its name. Oh, okay, so... Redacted. Yeah, kind of like redacted. We're just going to call them G. Or describe one single detail of how it got me from Rael's house to where I am now. Off-world. It's a thrilling tale, but alas, to honor <laughs> and protect G, I will abide by its wishes and say simply, G, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Well, that's good. There's this awesome story, but I can't tell it to you. <laughs> Please look for it in the deleted scenes. That station is... Beyond my wildest dreams. The station is beyond my wildest dreams. Everything, everyone, just glitters with cleanliness and efficiency. Things that took weeks at the Haven are done in seconds. Seconds! I've learned diplomats and corporate men don't work entry-level jobs, so I'm an assistant at the embassy. Now I need to create if I ever want to call myself an artist. All right, so let's pause right now and kind of break it down. She was part of a cult called the Haven. She got off world. I don't know how she escaped the cult or whatever. And now she's in, I guess, some kind of commercial industrial galactic hub working a job and wants to be an artist. Uh, well, the statement, um, I've learned diplomats, diplomats and corporate men don't work entry level jobs. I don't get what that means. I think that means that that so so she's so entry level jobs are available to her i guess yes and because she's not corporate oh, okay. or diplomat she has to work an entry level job 
I think that's what that means. But does that mean that on the previous world she was a corporate or diplomat? I can't tell. Maybe. I, I don't, or is yeah. that just some sort of phrase that people say where she is? Possible. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. And we are kind of missing a little bit of backstory as to who. Um, yeah, there's she a is. little. There's should be a little more uh, elaboration on 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 who the 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 main character in the story is. Sonora. Yeah, well, that's her name. Oh, She's so- from a cult. She has a background that allows her to become an assistant at the embassy. But like family. Well, hell, she can type sixty five um, words per minute. Uh, she does she have a southern twang too? I mean, like, who is she? Yeah, we we are kind of missing some stuff, but this story might not be about that. It might be where she ends up and not where she came from. Well, it's very basic where she came from. I think that's what the author is getting at. But at the same time, I don't even know who we're dealing with. I agree. It's um, I'm I'm hmm. I'm gonna wait till we read through the rest of it to see if that could have been beefed up. But I I do note it note it. Oh, and I've asked around. No one here has heard of the Haven or knows anything about other escapees. It would be nice to learn how they made it once they managed to leave. I'm sure they'll they'll turn up. Chapter change. Peace talks guarantee two things. More talks and no peace. (laughs) I can't seem to find a moment to paint, and when I do, finding someone to buy it is near impossible. No one takes me seriously as an artist, and I'm not invited to diplomatic events. There's a market with all these diplomats on station, but how do I get inside their circle? So now she went from, like, so she jumped into politics. Was that, like, foreshadowing the other lady talking about not liking politics? Uh, I, I don't know so much that as, you know, that's where everything's happening because there's a war going on. So uh-huh. as much as she didn't want to be part of a war because no one really wants to be, uh, that's really the only option all for employment. All she wants to do is paint, man. I just need to paint, man. Rayelle called yesterday. It was good to hear from her, but things are getting bad. Riots in the capitals, even a few attacks on imperial troops. I don't know. I know things are difficult here, but I'm starting to feel I left at a good time. I just hope Papa is okay. Uh, yeah, so... So she does have a family. She has, I guess the family And it's is not in the really cult. established before this page that she is an artist. I guess um, she always wanted to be, maybe. How'd she well, hear that would be painting? an easy phrase to put into the discussion she had with Rael. Yeah, it is kind of weird that we don't have a sense of why she wanted to go until after other, she arrives. I mean, like, you know, other than identifying with her about wanting to leave the cult, like, there's no reason we know why she's leaving or where she's going. Yeah. Hmm. We do have a struggle here, and I, I think a lot of people can identify with the struggle. You want to, you know, the job you want is as an artist. But you have to work a job because you have to pay your bills. I well, think a lot of people can that, identify you have to, with like, that. Not die, and I think that's more important in her reality. True. No, no, I'm just saying it's relatable. It's a relatable character. I do wish we had a little bit more exposition and explanation as to why she's doing what she's doing. Also, this is written sort of in a diary format. Kinda, yeah. So, without saying, dear diary. Without, yeah. And so, is that on purpose? Is um maybe because it starts really um story driven and then when we get to these little chapter segments it gets very diary entry hmm hmm oh you know what actually there was a little bit Uh, she did say when she first saw rael she wanted to sketch her in her rocking chair oh yeah that's true there's a little bit of that yeah yeah okay yeah okay just to be fair um 
so I guess her family's in the cult, and they let her escape, didn't want her to, but ooh, so maybe they're trying to get out as well. And maybe that's what she was saying about, oh, there's other escapees, I hope I can find them, I just hope Papa's okay. So we're getting a little yeah. bit, it's kind of going back and forth. Well, I thought I had a chance. One woman laughed out loud when I said I was hoping to make a living selling art. She snorted champagne everywhere, then asked my name. She said she'd never heard of me. And I still can't find anyone from the Haven. Starting to feel lonely out here. Everything's just so new. People give me a suspicious eye when I explain the Haven, and most just walk away. No one here tells tales. All the captivating stimuli I first encountered now feel vapid and repetitive. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's this place. They've been running ads for a colony ship passing through in a year. I'm thinking about moving on. Maybe I just need a fresh perspective in a new place. Being an artist may be difficult in a new colony, but people's lives are enriched by art, right? Plus, I'm not useless. I can still work soil and build, or build a shed. Okay, so very vagabond. Not afraid to uproot and move on. Well, she has no ties, so it's easier for her to do it now. Well, she has her family, but she can't but really go But she doesn't know back. where they are, so that's why she's thinking about leaving. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so we have... We've also established that there's other colonies and other worlds. And that transportation between them is rather common. Yeah. Okay. Well, rather common, but I'm sure expensive. You know, like, like the journey between, like, Europe and New York. Okay. All of Europe and New York. <laughs> All of Europe and just New York. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm giving you shit. Papa, I hope you get this, but I don't know how. We're heading for a place called the Lazarus Cluster to a world named, well, it's just a string of numbers and letters that we, that we the people, will rename when we get there. I, near, I hear home is a war zone. I can't help but worry about you and the others, but I don't know how staying suspended in this station will do any good. Getting through the blockade is impossible. I can't believe they're actually fighting in orbit. Oh, please be safe, Papa. I think this will be a good decision in the long run. I just wish I knew where the other escapees went. Maybe they're out there somewhere. If you ever leave, come find me. Maybe I'll be able to come back one day. I love you, Papa. You've done so much for me. Now I just need to do it myself. Always yours, Serana. Uh, how is she expecting her dad to get this message? I have no idea. No earthly clue. And she even says she doesn't know. But it's it's that desperation of like, I hope. What, is she gonna you throw her this. diary in the trash can or something? She's or gonna put give it, it, in it to a... Rael or no? She's gonna put it in a bottle and then strap rockets to the bottle and then send it uh, back down to the planet. <laughs> um. I don't, I mean, it, no, that's just a desperation thing of, I hope you read this, you know, if this, if you get this, give it to my dad, you know, or something, I don't know. But uh, it's just a desperation thing because she doesn't know what else to do, mm -hmm. which I think is well written. I can definitely get that. The colony ship Icarus, bound for Lazarus, bound for the Lazarus cluster, never left the system. It came apart as planned. Ooh. One of the containment cells plummeted toward an empty cell, empty patch of desert on the home world. Among the nameplates on the outside of the pods, one read Serana M. Cameron, the only occupied pod in a ghost ship built for her. Huh? The matriarch, known to most as Rael, donned her robes and walked to the gates, the rarest of honors. She greeted the elders. She blessed the engineer, G, for a successful mission. She embraced Serana's papa, comforting him, but into his ear rasped, no one escapes the haven, the project must continue. 
so they just uh, they sent her to space. And then they let her live for like eight or nine months, and then they sent her off away into a ship that they exploded, or that they, yeah, that they exploded. Yeah. Or imploded, can't really tell. But that seems rather complicated for for killing one person. I think what's going on is that they are, they're in this war. Like, they're fighting against the people up in orbit. And they were sending her probably as un, an unknowing spy. And I so, don't. I don't think that's what's happening. I at think all. that's what. Yeah. Well, then why would they spend all this time to just kill her? They could have just shot her when she walked up and met Rayo for the first time. Exactly. Like that's why I'm confused. But if that were the case, they don't make any statement about. Um, there's nothing in here that says they got data from her. They don't mm. know how she escaped. She kept that hidden. They let her escape. Well, beyond that, yeah, she kept that. She she reducted a name because he probably said you have to do this, which was also part of the plan. Mm. I think that's what happened. I don't know. Anyway, I liked it because I did not see that coming. But um, I don't know. What, and also, what's the project? Is the project the name of their cult? Yes. Um, well, that's the that's their mission as a cult. And I think they are fighting a war with. Uh, well, I mean, that's the thing. She lied oh, she so much when she said. The engineer G for a successful mission. Yeah. Okay, so G is an engineer that helped her get off world and get set up, and then blew her up. Uh huh. Why is his name redacted in this bit of the di- diary as well? It's I guess not it's a diary not a diary. Anymore. Yeah, we do have a perspective issue here as to. Who's writing what, where, and what how is this we're document? receiving it? Is, yeah, what is it? What are we reading? I don't know. Maybe, Whose perspective is it? It's just like a collection of news clippings or something. It's it is a weird way to tell the story. Um, maybe there was a word count that had to be adhered to, and that couldn't be kind of set up properly. Uh, it does create for a little bit of confusion and has some plot holes, but this is a work in progress, as I understand it. Okay. So uh, a I mean, but still, I enjoyed it. I thought that was very devious. I think there's a lot of room in this for for explaining. Sure. For, for sure. embellishment. Yeah. But um, really good start. I, I like the I, I like the intrigue. I like the kind of military industrial complex that's at subject here. I like that we at least I felt for uh, Serana, you know. Being scared, being away from home, trying to make it, doing what you love, but having to do what you need to do just to pay the bills, mm-hmm. being laughed at. A lot of people have gone through that. You know, everyone goes through that in their life at some point. Yeah. So there was good character building here. And the world is fairly fleshed out, but there are some plot holes and some perspective problems. But overall, I liked it. So thank you. Thank you, Timbots. Please submit more. It was a fun read. It... um. I, I'm like 50% confused and 50% liked it. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. This next one is called The Song Remains the Same by J.D. Mitchell, whom we have also read stories by before. So thank you very the much for submitting again. The Song Remains the Same. The Song uh, Remains the Same, which is from a, not a, not a Rolling Stones song. I forget. 
But yeah, this is called The Song Remains the Same. And yeah, sorry for taking so long to read this. Uh, we have a lot of content, but I am trying to definitely get to these authors who are submitting stuff, because I really appreciate it. Okay. Incorporated Earth's commercial ran on, and the man in the control booth endured. Before him sat three television monitors, classic analog style, his personal choice. Color bars were on each of the screens, and for the moment he could imagine the commercial's images. He did not need to hear the audio in his headset in order to understand the message. He did not need a voiceover to explain mushroom clouds and partitioned planets. Soon he would have his chance, and the mic at his mouth stood ready for his own narrative. So, I I get the feeling this person's making propaganda stuff. Because he's voicing over pre-existing commercials. Yeah, the mic is at the ready for his own narrative. Meaning he's putting something of his own message on something else. So it feels like he's making war propaganda. I could be wrong. It doesn't say that he has a mic. He's and listening. the mic at his mouth stood ready for his own narrative. Last sentence of the first paragraph. Hmm. I think he's probably just like talking about it. Talking about a mic? No, talking about whatever commercial is playing. He says he doesn't need to hear it to know what they're saying on it because he probably has memorized it. Yeah. The same way you memorize any commercial without even wanting to. And then soon he would have his chance and the mic at his mouth stood ready for his own narrative. His own narrative. That's a very deliberate choice in words. Okay. Placing his own narrative over something else. So uh, maybe he's like uh, our own, what's his face? Uh, Glenn Beck or Rush Limbaugh. (laughs) The words I-N-C suddenly flashed... Sorry, the words I-N-C suddenly flashed on each of the screens, and he considered the word's meaning, an allusion to the word ink of incorporated earth, the technocentrist penchant for the uppercase, and the authoritarian symbolism of the omniscient I. He meant to ruin all of it. Yeah, he's, he's commentating. He's commentating on that he's going to do something? No. He's going to voice talk. It. Yeah, he's going to talk over these things. Okay, anyways, play. And since the planetary chorus of Incorporated Earth took its entertainment seriously, the first step of any revolution was to poke fun at everyone's favorite shows, or better yet, make his own. Ha, told you. What? He's subverting this stuff. He is, but he's listening to it. He's going to make his own narrative. He's not talking over that specific commercial, which is what you said. The battle had begun, and soon a war... Okay, control booth, what's the signal Wake in the field? Wake up, Incorporated Earth. Okay, control booth, what's the signal in the field? When can I start seeing the live feed? Not, nothing at first, a delay, then a chuckle. Sorry, late getting to you, director. It was an unfamiliar voice. An intern. Sounded middle American from the accent. Wells Fargo went out for a smoke. Told me to sit in the seat. Figured, he thought, and spoke. Trial by fire. That's going to be an extended metaphor for this scene very shortly. What are you seeing? The shuffle of papers on the other side of the channel tested his patience. Where are you from, citizen? The old ministries, director. That was a providential sign. Well, they don't call them that anymore. Sorry about the course of empire, citizen. Let's talk about other things. How's the film crew's opening shot going? Fine, director. They have the first shot framed now, as you wanted. Good start. Punch me through. I want to see them in front of me. For a second, nothing. He thought he heard more shuffles of papers. Then in front of him, the flash of an image. 
he saw a wide-angled shot of a statue of an astronaut in the foreground and and the two obsidian skyscrapers on the horizon. Even now, and then every now and then, figures would move right behind the statue. Farmers in the field. Perfect. Looking good. And second shot? Um, coming up. How old are you, citizen? Sixteen, director. Oh, sorry. Sixteen, director. (laughs) Sixteen, huh? And not a ball amongst you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, citizen, why'd you take this job? Well, my family was moved during the building of the Inland Sea, director. It was the Northern Ministries then, or... His story was too close for comfort. Luckily, the second shot popped up on his monitor. He saw a close-up of the astronaut statue. From the faded paint that had once covered it, one could get an idea of its age. This made him chuckle. These Amish had a weird sense of style to actually paint the statue to look realistic. Nice. Third? The close-up image of the astronaut's unhelmeted face popped up on the screen. One side was a human face, a woman, pan-Asian by the looks of her, a descendant of the Great Partition. The other side showed a skull. It almost smiled. Then the intern coughed into the mic. Director! (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you. I want to know the story of your life, but while you tell me your tale, why don't you hit up the title department? Tell those good old boys I don't... I want to see the titles supered on the wide-angle long shot, like superimposed, I think. There was a sound in the headset, mumbles. Then the intern returned. We didn't stay long in the northern ministries. Started squatting, started squatting in the exoduster desert, sir. That was after the big gun fired. They said it was safe, and displaced persons could enter the region. Shit, am I talking to a squatter? Border ruffian? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> my family come. My family come from free soilers during the Missourian and. and Anschluss. Anschluss. That's a real word? Yes. What does that mean? Uh, It's German. I think it was used in World War II. Then it's not a real word. It's a German word. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. So we don't care much for revivalism, especially anything led by the Lone Star Empire. That's good. Lone Star. (laughs) That's good, or I'd have to tear a new one in HR. Any news of that title? There was a there was the muffled sounds in his headset of what he thought to be laughter. He realized the title was up on screen number one. Soviet Ohio, Reformed USA, 3001. So... What the hell is happening? Uh, I'm go- so confused. He's going between people uh, to set up um, cameras for whatever show special... Um, Which I still think is, about is to happen. propaganda. I oh, think they're sure. making okay, propaganda. Okay, it's propaganda. Fine. Um, and he's talking to one of the people that's setting up the camera and behind that, he's, I guess he's a little slow about, uh, what they're doing and they're laughing at him for being slow. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I feel as though somebody finds this funny. Some big cataclysmic event happened in earth's history here. There was some partitioning. There was war. There's the Lone Star Empire, which sounds like Texas finally broke off from the Union and started making Wells war everywhere. Wells Fargo went out for a smoke. What's that mean? I think that means a person. Maybe like the, a code they sign. They nicknamed him Wells Fargo? I guess. I don't... Maybe like are where we getting, he's from. Are we going to get in trouble for saying Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo, an American banking incorporation. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm quite confused. 
I am interested, however, as to what exactly they're making and why and what effect it's going to have on its audience. But I almost, maybe just because I've been playing a lot of Fallout New Vegas right now, this does feel like post-apocalyptic something happened. We had something called a big gun. We had um, border ruffians. It feels very dystopian future, but I'm not entirely sure because... And specifically American dystopian future. Yeah, we, we have a lot of kind of internal vernacular here and i'm not understanding what it's all referring to this feels like it should have a lot so of he's backstory. he's filming the amish people in the background and why are the amish painting a, a thing of a sculpture of a s- astronaut there's just a lot going on and i can't tell if they if we're in the future and words have been repurposed and are being applied to things that we would recognize if we saw it visually I I'm just I don't know I'm at a loss so right now as to what's an happening. Astronaut. There's well, there's just a lot of. There's stuff a statue. There's people. There's farmers. Like I get that they're making a film, but it just the, the imagery is confusing me. Well, I I think uh, if we weren't reading this live, we'd have like a couple of chances to reread it, and it would make a little more sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's keep reading. E. Nice. This movie takes place in our present day. Let the chorus vote oh, on that one. Oh, it's a movie. Oh. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> one sentence away. Oh, <laughs> all right. So they're making a movie. That doesn't answer all the questions, but that does answer a lot. Okay. Brought to you by brought to you in amazing Vizier Vision. Oh, those fuckers. They mocked his title within the Imperial Regency. He heard more laughter. The intern spoke up. Sorry, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> of course it wasn't. Wells Fargo Lebowski got you to hold this bag. Take the title off. Wells Fargo Lebowski? What the hell? Is this a Coen Brothers so reference? So is this a prank while they're, they're filming and not like live then? I think, yeah. They're making something together and the director is getting a prank pulled on him. Well, but what's the commercial that he didn't have to hear the audio of? Why is he playing commercials? I don't. Maybe there's, Maybe it's a live stream? I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. Again, sorry, sir. You're a legend in my opinion. Oh, which of my movies did you see? The Cowboy and the Wagon Train? The one with the president in the suburbs? Critics say I make the same movie over and over, but... The one with the president and the suburbs? He doesn't know the name of his own movie. I think he's impersonating critics when he says that. That's how they describe his movies. Oh, okay. Director, you were at the... Battle, ugh, director, you were there at the Battle of the Sea of Kansas. You worked with the Empress. You. Now I'm making a movie, citizen, and you are too. I want the handheld shots now. Close ups on the screen focused on a party in the park beneath the skyscrapers. Celebrations decorated the bunting of red, white, and blue. Crowds of revelers. Dreamed out of the skyscrapers to watch fireworks right in the sky. 73rd Amendment. 73rd? Damn. How many amendments are there currently? Oh, 50-something? Okay. Maybe not even that. I forget. My constitutional history is bad. Okay, your turn. That's pretty nice. The shooting should start really soon. There's plenty who are sickened by a law that makes adults legal children. And as soon as the shooting does, I want my data numbers. I want to see who's watching on the INC when when this firecracker goes off. And... Is that the song Rock and Roll they're playing at that party? Director? It was the song. He could not tell who played the song, but the familiar guitar part and lyrics came back to him. It had been a long time. He looked at the monitors. The last shot was 
hormone-induced dads on the dance floor with daughters and sons and their clones. What? Huh? I'm so lost. There's a lot of kind of surreal imagery being thrown out at us through the director's eyes, and yeah, I don't he, know where it's coming from. We've got like four or five scenes at the same time, Maybe? and we're supposed to know which one we're on. It's like watching The Phantom Menace. Because there's the farmers, and now we're in some sort of party out in the middle of by skyscrapers. So they're piecing together footage for a movie. Yeah, but some 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 of these people are on location. I guess maybe it's pre-existing footage they took, or maybe they have like cameras set up and are spying on people. The last shot was hormone-induced dads on the dance floor with daughters and sons and their clones. So there's families of dads and dads and moms and or and no moms, dads and dads and daughters and sons. No moms allowed. Or maybe it's dads and daughters and sons and clones of the daughters and sons. Yeah, here's a great example: clones of the dads or clones of the daughters and sons or clones of everyone. I don't know. Then another shot, the crucial shot. A tank muzzle had crashed through a tile wall in the bathroom. Screw a- your rock and roll. <laughs> the Count's invasion of the real estate general had started. Political violence and the Count in the guise of his alter ego, the Cobra Warlord. This would get the planet's right attention. Right now? The Imperium would wonder well, about his intentions and the, the Empress court- would begin whoa, whoa, whoa. to stir. The invasion of the real estate general. Does that is that happening in his movie or is this uh, some sort of... I don't know. Backstory I don't to the know. environment. I don't know. This is- we have to keep. We have to get to the end of this, or ho- hopefully, just get some explanation because I can't answer these questions. What? <laughs> it's on. We are live, citizens. Stay alive. The these live cuts are going to happen quick. Oh, so they're live cuts. Don't be afraid to delegate. The we need to put that on a poster. <laughs> don't be afraid to delegate. I'm going to need those. I'm going to need those viewing numbers soon. So this is live because he's wondering about people yeah, tuning in to view. But it. he's making a live movie. I guess nothing is going to go wrong there. <laughs> he saw a man in a mask lead an invasion of similarly. So I can never do that fucking word. What? Lead an invasion of similarly masked soldiers. A caption read, "The Cobra Warlord." The first wave of his attack used old-fashioned copters, and Wagnerian opera blasted from speakers off on their skiffs. So, like Mad Max style. Uh, more um, not Heart of Darkness. What that? Uh, Apocalypse Now. More. Apocalypse so is now. he? No, he's recording this as a live cut, and it's going into his movie. So that means people are actually going to war, wherever they are in America, and he's recording it for his movie. Live, or he's feeding it to viewers live because he keeps saying, "I want to see viewing numbers." He's transmitting this. He's like taking footage, rearranging it live, and sending it to people. What I still think is propaganda because he's trying to influence opinions. I think I could be wrong. Okay. The Cobra Warlord pulled out a sidearm, pointed it at the head of a prisoner, and pulled the trigger. The man fell down, and blood sprouted from his head. Behind the Cobra Warlord, a team of medics raised a flag with a cobra on it. And they were forced to do it again and again for full effect. In his headset, he heard the distinct shuffle of papers. He was ready. Tell me the good news. Director, I'm seeing the show already being shared, and we would have the biggest viewership on the INC in minutes. The share ships are already following along. So they're filming executions, and that ultimately what's happening is they're filming executions. And now they're getting viewers because of that. I think they're showing... 
they're showing like this Cobra Warlord attacking people and killing people, and that's bad, and he wants to influence opinion? Again, I have no idea. American democracy. Give me some trademarks of the share ships. Big peaks across our Americas. It looks like the biggest numbers are in Saxon, Carolina, and newer England. Old Dominion, the three great states of Tennessee, are represented too. Sorry, sir, while some Southerns are watching, that embargo Southerns. against... Southerns are watching, that embargo against your trademark is still in effect in the God state. So yeah, America's really divided. And like, there's new entities that exist. Newer England, We expect example. nothing less from the home I love. Good old Texas. Director? Yes, citizen. Getting a registered trademark within the viewership from a really weird place. Big Alaska? It's always weird there. <laughs> Alaska's always been weird. Uh, uh, or right smack in the middle of the Sea of Kansas. For a second, he could think of nothing. Then an image began to form, and he saw all of the faces he had left behind in Kansas. Is it from the aisle? No, an airship en route to the palace. Corporate? Emigrant Association Director, taking refugees to the aisle. It seems that there's ID auras on that ship watching our show. The size of the viewers of the largest com- uh, the size of the viewers is the largest compared to their registered trademark. The name of the airship? The, the Hartford. The name meant nothing, but the desire ref- the but the desire of refugees to watch the televisual INC even on the path of deliverance was significant. At first glance, uh, at first glance, anyways. From across incorporated earth, the refugees came to live in the palace of Kirstenya. Kirstenya? Kirstenya? I don't know. They did for all types of reasons, more than 100 years after a nuclear war, and the pieces of civilization were still incomplete. Thrown in the collapse of the ecosystem, and safe land was hard to find. Even a second moon to counterbalance... I feel like this paragraph should have been at the beginning. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Even a second moon to counterbalance the planet's unstable axis had not turned out particularly well. So more refugees resulted. The interest by refugees in a television program was startling. Even when they were so close to safety in Kansas, the power of illusion remained strong. But it possibly meant even more. The notables of the Imperium might actually want someone inside the Sea of Kansas to see the Count's invasion. Someone who might be provoked to action. It would be just like his cousin, the Empress, to... Wait, what? To do just that. We're almost through this. We have have half a page more. His cousin's the Empress? I guess. What? Okay. Good. He had meant to flip the script, even if it also flipped him. In his lust to make an old-fashioned revenge film, he also accepted that global empire would avenge itself. A coup would come against the Empress. And he had just written part of the script. Uh, also something that should have been nearer to the beginning. But this all would have happened anyways. I uh, Weird. Okay, keep going. That he was writing a revenge film would be, like, useful knowledge. As a dark cloud settled over his head, the star of the hour appeared once more on all or once more on all three television monitors. The Cobra Warlord issued the terms of unconditional surrender and opened the conference room's doors. The name on the door said Apomatox. <laughs> what does that mean? Appomattox. <laughs> what does that mean? Appomattox is a place. Um, oh. <laughs> that's where the Civil War, I believe that's where the Civil War surrender was made by the South. It's Appomattox. But Apomatox 
is an awesome way to say it, now that I think <laughs> no, about this it. This reminds me of a time. I, w- I was in a class, and I said loud, somebody said the 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 teacher's name, and it was it was a weird name, and I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, who's that? Or more more, I was more like, what's that? Because it was a Japanese name. Mm. And everyone gave me a look and said, well, I don't know what that is, <laughs> right in front of the teacher. And Ooh. I was really embarrassed. <laughs> While the Cobra's warlord, while while the Cobra's warlord, <laughs> while the while the Cobra warlord's uniform was muddled, muddied, his opponents wore their military best. It was like that on the TV. The intern coughed. Oh, sorry. The intern coughed. Those are your type of people on that airship, right, Director? This broke th- his thoughts on the repetitive nature of Earth's entertainment. How he could not control the narrative. Very different, he responded, still aware of the revolution he had just killed. I was a political opponent of the God State. I couldn't stay in Texas. Why'd you read that? Sorry. I was, okay, I was, yeah, whatever. (laughs) But it's almost like what your characters always say in your movies, director. The song remains the same. Memories flooded back to him. His mad dash to the Sea of Kansas to advise his cousin, the Empress, of the von Strauven Imperium, to the battle to defend her reign as soon as she ar- he arrived, their victory, and then the disappointment of governing. The possibility of a new historical timeline, untethered to a repetitive society that was hungry for nostalgia, stood clearly before him. No matter the setbacks, the promise of a new era was why he did this now. Untethered to a repetitive society that was hungry for nostalgia... Possibility of a new history. That means he's rewriting history? With this movie, I guess? Like, he helped his cousin, the Empress, and then she didn't rule very well, or wasn't very popular, so now he's trying to ferment a revolution. But I thought this was a revenge film. A revenge against her, maybe? I don't know. There's too many themes in the story. Yeah, keep reading. Incorporated Earth was built on illusions, but today that lie might actually start to unravel, and with it... Form a final defense against the Empress against Empress's enemies. Oh, so this is for the Empress? I I don't know. He once told her, when you shit your pants, the only thing left to do is dive in. Dive into what? To your pants, I guess. <laughs> once you shit your pants, then just keep doing it. <laughs> he wondered if his remaining associates in Kansas, his one-time friends, were ready to swim now. He stayed himself for the rest of his shit show. Citizen, he finished, I do hope you make it to the Sea of Kansas. And the rest of his comment was drowned out by the next commercial break. A herald of all kinds of promises, all broken in the blink of the television's eye. Oh, did he do like a... I think he did like a pirate station thing and interrupted a show in progress with a bunch of propaganda to upset something i don't know which political entity he was doing if that was against the empress or for the empress because the way this is written is very dense it's very thick with a lot of imagery a lot of references i don't understand and a lot of backstory that we get a little bit of but i like i cannot piece it together not more than a couple sentences here and there for each backstory and there's more than one yeah like even a short paragraph at the very beginning given a, a very just you know rough 
Well, what they, happens? They, the way they started it was they wanted to start with the uh, um, the director thinking uh, about what uh, Incorporated Earth was doing and setting up his shots. Um, that could still work, but you could still, in the beginning, before he starts this, say, all right, his goals, what his goals are instead of waiting, because... Like, in certain scenarios, it's okay to do that, but when you know what's going on, when you don't know what's going on, it's very confusing to try and figure out what the this guy's motive is. Yeah. I I, I, I can kind of get the motive. I just don't get the setting. The setting is very strange. I get that something happened, and now Earth is... Like the city states have shifted and it's incorporated. Ultimately, though? it sounds like he's he's shooting some sort of, um, you know, w- what you do in wartime. You you shoot executions. You shoot war. You shoot you shoot propaganda. Right. That's that's all he's doing. I want to like this story because I do enjoy the idea of people making propaganda and how audiences are influenced by changing narratives and you know we we, today there's a lot of stuff about fake news and who's telling you what and who has what bias so this is this is relevant and it's fresh in my mind and i like that it's done in a way where political upheaval so far in the future like i think a thousand years we saw the year 3001 in there (laughs) nothing ever changes the song remains the same it's all repetitive but But he's doing something to break that's the whole thing is we're a thousand years in the future and chris and i have not been exposed to that So what you're using as imagery needs a lot more in order for us to understand it. Yeah. Um, There needs to to be some backstory. Not a lot. You don't have to change too much. I think if we just had some backstory at the very beginning, a lot of this would have fallen into place in our heads. Yeah. Just need backstory and clarification, I think. Uh, Other than that, good work. Thank you for submitting again. um, Please feel free to send more. Always like reading these things. Uh, we had two that kind of needed backstory and explanation, and I think it's... Or we just get confused maybe easily. Maybe we get confused easily, but it is easy to drop people in intermediate res in these things. Um, but they're both... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm so torn because I like how they are written. I like what's happening. I just don't understand what's happening. <laughs> and that, that can be a little bit frustrating. It can be a little bit frustrating to the reader. It's just hard to digest. It is hard to digest, especially for a short story. I get that you have to pack a lot into it to make it impactful, but you can't leave some crucial things out. Well, it's more like you can't just throw a whole bunch of words and phrases in and expect that to be your backstory. You've got to, like, explain the names, the nomenclature. Unless you can be clever in how you reveal it, which I have seen done. So it is possible. Both of them just need a little bit of tweaking, I think, and they'll be good to go. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. I think we're going to do the Rebirth Saga next week. Um, Or we may do something else. I don't know. Whatever I feel like. Because I'm in control. You are in control. I'm in control of this podcast. You are in control of this podcast. Abysme is awesome. Abysme is... uh, Stop with the mind control, man. (laughs) Stop it. I'm Jordan, and this is Nerd's Eye View. Who do I have with me? I'm Andrew. I'm Tom. 
And what do we do here, Andrew? Well, we talk about movies. Every week we always talk about something that's new in theaters, as well as tell you what's going on with the box office top ten and what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. And then we do a crazy thing called Guess the Ending, which Andrew has a wonderful catchphrase for, but it mainly involves us coming up with crazy stories for all the new movies that are coming out. So if any of that sounds good to you, find us online, nevpodcast.com, or on Twitter, at nevpodcast, or benviewnetwork.com. What was I supposed to say?